0: I'm your boy, Jerry. I'm back with another ZAP exclusive. Okay, if you're unfamiliar, let me let you understand who we are. I need you guys to be all the way zapped in. Drop your lightning emojis right now in the chats, okay? All right, ZAP exclusive. We are zapping up popular culture by sharing the real voices and ideas of the people that describe our new world. Yes! All right, we epitomize culture at its core, investigating c- concepts like music, fashion, style, dance, TV, movies, sports, politics, and so much more. Welcome to the show. <laughs> okay, we got a lot to get into. We got some things to get into. Okay? So if you're unfamiliar, again, we are here. We here every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? Yes! We got a dope, some dope people in the building tonight. We got LMR. Okay? Yes! Have you heard the song? Run it, run it. Okay? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Make sure I go stream that is definitely on all streaming platforms. Okay, but the video is really what's lit. It's on YouTube. Then we got Candace Peely in the builder, okay? If you don't know who Candace Peely is, let me just give you a quick introduction, a quick bio on her. Um, sup my cocky next, let my persuasion yes, she wrote that song for Rihanna. That is her on the track. Okay, this is not a joke She's written for a whole bunch of people Christina Aguilera, Dr. Dre, Calvin Harris And of course, bad guy Riri, she may Yo, I wonder what's going on for the Super Bowl You just never know what's about to go down, okay Listen, it's a ZAP exclusive tonight We're getting in some things And I want y'all to ask y'all questions I don't understand what's going on with my pins Oh, some technical difficulties Instagram, don't play with me today (laughs) Alright, but it's all good (laughs) How we feeling though, we all good? Did y'all watch last week's episode with Rough Ants? Oh, Travis in the building. Did y'all see that? It's on Spotify. Make sure you run that up. Yes. Okay, what y'all need to do right now before we even get started? Hit this arrow. Bang, 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 bang. Send it out to everybody in your network. Time to pull up. Pull in. Wheel it in. We getting some things. <laughs> okay, we definitely y'all getting me some things. Let's see who's on the live. Who's on here? Lotus, are you zapped in? Travis, you in the building. Jonathan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How was yes. doing tonight? I, I see my boy Faison just entered the building. Listen, I need y'all to be all the way ton up all right? turn up tonight. Alright? Turn up. It's a lot going on in media. It's a lot going on in media. Yes! I don't even know why there's this much going on in media. Are we like are we nervous about what's going on? Do we feel comfortable? Do we feel secured? Do we enjoy music today? Do we are we liking music right now? Oh I'm just want to know what y'all thoughts are. Like, what's the vibe? Like what's the vibe check? Like is is right now passing the vibe check for you? Are we feeling it? Like what's the what's the vibes? You know what I'm saying? Yo, Sultan Sweet um, Stewart, thank you so much. My energy has to be up. I'm
1: very very very
0: tired. I work very hard. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but listen, we only got the exclusive. It's no joke around here. What you think this is? All right. So I don't know what y'all drinking, but I do have my cup handy and my lucky ring that I got from um, Morocco. Okay. This is a red Ruby from Morocco. You I understand what's going on. All right. Now, there's a lot going on and I want to make sure that we are feeling safe. Do we feel safe? Do we feel safe right now? Is music, is music doing what it needs to do? What's, what's up? Like, I just want to make sure that we all on the same vibrations and the same vibes. Like, all oh, this Grammy talk. We're getting some Grammy talk today, okay? Two singers and songwriters on here. We're getting into some Grammy talk. The ladies of hip-hop are wildin' out. <laughs> yes! What is going on? It's supposed to be, This is ladies' night, and the feeling's right. This is ladies' night. Oh, Oh, what's, It's not. No. Nope. Okay. It's it's more giving. Hang it up, flat screen. Like <laughs> no, nope. we don't need sympathy from the media, idiot. <laughs> Damn, what is going on? What is going on? I don't know what's going on, but you know what? On a positive note, I see somebody just say Chris Brown needs to get his credit for his last album. Let's talk about how my boy Usher. Gave Chris Brown his props. Yes. I'm not sure if y'all know, but Usher's on a residency right now. A Vegas residency. It is his birthday month. I need to get into that residency. I need to pull up and definitely try and see if I can get into that show. That'll be lit. Yes. Hey, as anything, you just, just even watch the show. But... He did bring Chris Brown out and he did give him his props and his recognition. So we definitely gonna make sure that we celebrate Chris Brown because he's done a lot for the culture. Okay? Yes! He's giving us good music. He's giving us great dancing. A lot of dope music videos. And I feel like we gotta make sure we just stand our ground with that and make sure art still exists. Good art. You know what I'm saying? Yes! Uh Usher is doing it big. Usher is doing it big. I don't know what's going on right now. It's like an Usher Usher resurgence. Like he's kind of really, really, really killing it. Yes. Usher's definitely doing it big. Um, the ladies are giving revenge. Yo, is it revenge? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the ladies are giving. Oh, I see is in the building. Yes. Okay? I don't know what the ladies are giving but I, I really do hope that they are able to get it together because I feel like the culture depends on it we need somebody of important value to look up to to make sure that we can take everything to the next level alright but let's get Elamar on the let's get the call going <laughs> what y'all drinking what y'all sipping on okay listen listen, us tonight
1: yes all
0: right, exclusive alright so now make sure I get you oh there you go
1: what's, what's, what's,
0: good? what's good? up Elamar?
1: I'm all good how we doing fam? I'm good, bro. Welcome to the show. Welcome to ZAP Exclusive. Hey, thank you for having me. I apologize. I'm, I'm sitting in my car. Listen. Uh, I'm not even home, so I'm doing what I can. Listen, well, Listen, Elmar's in the building, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, yo, and I appreciate you. First of all, tell the people where you are in the world right now and what time is it?
1: Okay, so I am in Israel, and right now it is 9 after 3 a.m., <laughs> So it's 3
0: a.m. in Israel. Okay. We mm-hmm. global, everybody. Okay. We got Elamar in the building speaking, representing from Israel, the other side of the globe tonight. So first of all, tell us about how you even got into the game as a singer. I know you're a singer, songwriter. Like mm-hmm. is it like being a part of the Israel
1: pop scene or on BC? How'd you get into I mean, I I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I care too much to be a part of a certain location. It's more so of just, just having the feel for music and having a desire to share something positive. Um, Wherever that put me, as far as ranking, that's something else, but like the location of being pop or whatever where 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 I'm from don't, don't really matter because my my goal is to put out something that when you hear it wherever you are, whoever you are knowing English or don't know English, uh, you know, sometimes the, the songs can be in Hebrew as well, but just hear the music and then having having what I'm trying to give you be delivered to you. So mm-hmm. that's that's the main focus. But I've been I've been uh, you know dedicated to music since 2008. Independent artist, uh, you know, just opening my heart, sharing what it is, and uh, making sure that I'm delivering the best, the best message, and the best quality. Absolutely, yes. First of all, like. As you're speaking,
0: your fans are in here and they're talking and say, watching you from Nigeria, you know, Israel. I'm blessed.
1: I'm blessed. Please, I saw you, bro.
0: You know, so and, and as you were speaking, it, it just the revelation just hit me like, yo, you are global. You're, you're trying to reach something that's so much bigger. I'm blessed. I'm blessed, bro. And you know, now talk to us about like, okay, how you actually got into it. I
1: know you have over 20 siblings, my brother. I do have a large family, a very large family. Uh, I mean like I said, growing up in a community where passion is, you know, you, you you have a community where everybody is telling you to welcome who you are. You know. Be 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 confident with being who you are, shine your light. Uh, you know, don't shy away from what you want, yeah. what you feel, you know. Um so, I started off with drawing. I used to draw, and that was that was my 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 first love for expressing myself. Uh, and from there, I just went to music. I found a a better way of expressing myself with more uh, you know with having a more dominant effect. so um went from drawing to music picking up the guitar later on down the line and then open up a new door to, you know, say something more because we start off like, oh, yeah, I like music, but you listen to beats and then you go in with the flow of the beat. And you're not really necessarily expressing yourself to, to the things that you want to say or you need to say. When you pick up the instrument, that's you all you from the beginning to the end. So, Picked up the guitar and that just opened up my whole emotion. Everything I need to say, find the better words, find the melody, find, you know, not want to say something, but the beat is sending me somewhere else is me and the melody that my fingers are sharing. So uh, you know, it just went from that to, that to that to that to that to that, and now I'm here. Uh Still pushing, still pushing with that, with that, the guitar the message. Absolutely, man.
0: And You know what? So now you talked about drawing and just kind of like finding your path. How did yeah. you know your voice though? Like you're a dope, dope vocalist. How were you able to be like, yo, you know what? I actually know how to sing. I think I'm going
1: to figure out how to maneuver this a little bit. More. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love music. I love music. I love my first, my first love for music was harmonies. You hear harmonies and I'm like, oh my God, that was sweet. Oh my God, that was smooth. Oh my God, that was tight. You hear harmonies and it's like, oh wow, this is, this is, it's just the, the, the pure, genuine sound of a voice. And. That goes way before the production and everything like that. So I fell in love with that. And there's always be like hearing songs, and then, you know, I hear a song and I start trying to harmonize through the second voice to the song that I'm listening to. And I pick it up, like, oh man, it's nice. And then someone in my class, my classroom, they heard me sing. I'm like, oh boy, you can sing. Well. I'm like, man, nah, okay. I used to be real shy as a young, as as young. LMR used to be very, 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 very shy. Uh, but then, you know, at, at one point, they got me to like, oh, man, I sing. So, I did it. <laughs> and from there, I guess that was the beginning, just fall in love with harmonies, you know, and I'll I, I tell everybody else, the voices, a muscle like every other muscle. Yes. When you're dedicated to, to to doing it, you gotta just do it. You know, there's no other way, to, there's no other way to do it, just do it. And that muscle will develop the more you give to it. Absolutely, that's
0: 100%, 100% facts. Um, and I can just tell you are a connoisseur of just art. And I can tell you respect songwriting, you respect instrumenting, you respect Absolutely. That dance. Let's get into this single running. Um, and and just the vision behind, first of all, there's so much I'm going to get into, but
1: I'm a choreographer and a creative director myself. That's what I lovely. That takes a lot. It um, takes a a lot of vision. Absolutely. But
0: running, just the the, the beauty of it, the dance, the story, the, the setting, what made you decide to go in that direction to be able to pull that visual together?
1: And what was the inspiration behind the song to begin with? Okay, so we're going to start with the song itself. Um, the song itself is inspired by the reality that we live in as human. Like we, we live in a reality, a society where uh, one is quick to say they complicated or, you know, things ain't going to go as smooth as you would want them to be. Uh, is always like, oh, you know, I'm a complicated person. Oh, you know, I'm not really in a, you know, in a good mindset to uh, allow myself to be blessed or to bless someone else
2: when it comes to like, hey, I
1: want to get to know you. Yeah, I'm complicated. I want to listen. There's always those those negative excuses or negative reasons, you know, and it could be, they they not, not to say that they're not true, you know, Maybe maybe you are left with some type of complication from your previous relationship. Okay, you know, that's that's all well and fine. However, when you when you have a positive approach, positivity is easy to land. Like you 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 have a positive approach. You 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 don't come and tell the person that is attracted to you I'm a complicated person. You gotta give them a chance to maybe uncomplicate you. You know? So that's why I start the song off with. Tell me it's easy. Tell me this is going to work. You know? Like, I don't want to hear, ah, you know, that's not going to work. Gonna... I don't want to hear that. Like, make it, make, motivate. I'm going to motivate you and you motivate me. You know? And we're going to go somewhere. That's, that's, that's going to give it the, the, the best opportunity that, that anybody can wish for. You know, if we both are interested in each other let's motivate each other and let's not worry about everything that was and what's outside of these two people, you know? So that was the, the core reason and the motivation for that song to just put people in a different mindset. Like, look, let's, let's put some light on this. Let's be positive. Let's, let's be better with the person that's standing before us, you know? So, uh, that was that. And when it came to the visual, the visual was actually, uh, it almost didn't happen, to be honest with you. Okay. It almost didn't happen. The song almost didn't come out Okay, to that point. So, uh, you know, you being connected to music and everything, you understand the process of all that. So not always things fall in place as your man will want them to. So um, you can have the vision, you can have the desire, you can have all those things. Sometimes it's just not, I guess it's just not the right time. Um, So when I did have the opportunity to do the visual in that same week that I got the call from a friend of mine that they wanted to actually do the visual for the the song because you know, I share my music with my close, my circle. You know, much before it's out, let them enjoy it. Much before it's out, like they can have it. Uh, so, in that same week that I got the call from my friend, another friend of mine passed. Mm. So, so I was already in a roller coaster of emotions, mm. you know, up and down, all over the place. You know, trying to collect my thoughts and everything, and it was like unbearable and then I got the call and it was like perfect time because it like you you be in, in the mental place where you're like oh man I don't, you', you you're thinking too much and then no matter I'm, I'm a very very positive person even in that moment it was just unbearable you know um, and in that moment I got that call and it just like snapped everything all back over it just like reset everything and when it happened, I was like, "I have to go back to where I first started my 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 identity as a person, as Elamar. Where I was born and raised, mm. I live in Israel. When I was born in the desert, so um, you go to the desert, and I want to show the simplicity of being beautiful in a place where people would say there is nothing." You know and the simplicity of I like you you like me let's make it beautiful okay you know so that was that was that was the the the, the heart behind the visual and taking the, the 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 dancers and everything I just told them bring the words aloud bring the words take the words don't worry about the music I don't. I never care about the, the production. The production is lovely, but the message is always front and center. I don't care if the song is R and B. I don't care if the song is uh, EDM. I don't care if the song is you know. All those things are beautiful when the message is untouched. You know, the message has to be clear. The music can go anywhere. You know, I don't. That's why I don't put myself too much in in the in the box of. Genres or whatever I call it, you know, just as direct heart music. So um, so, so that was the goal, you know, just just take the words and bring them to light, bring them alive. Yeah.
0: So. Man, you definitely did that. I actually have Running pulled up right now. Um, while we play 30 seconds for the audience listening, um, why don't you go ahead and right
1: let's, before... go. let's go. Go ahead and introduce your track. Oh, this is LMR, and I have my latest single available for everyone, everywhere. All you got to do is look for it in your favorite favorite streaming platform, uh, LMR Running. Okay, here we go, everybody.
0: Candice is coming up next. Drop some fire emojis if you're feeling this. That new LMR. I tell you I love you, (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah, I know. Hey, All right, hey. pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. Big tune, big tune, big tune. Hey. Listen, <laughs>
0: that's a that trap man. Dope vocal performance. Thank you, that's, thank you. you. Nailed it. 100% the fans are in here going crazy for you saying good. I'm blessed, I'm oh. blessed, I'm blessed. Geez, all right. Um, hello, Elamar. I love your story, and I definitely would love to get you on, on more. But let's get Candice on here and let's get into some, some pop culture things before I get Candace on a solo interview. Are you ready for it? Let's go. All right, Candace, I'm about to get you on here. Um, so I hope you are ready. Um, but listen, if you have any questions for Elmar, everybody, drop it in the comment box below, and maybe he may just want to answer one of you all questions. Yes, all right. Um, so Oh, there she go. Hey, Hi, guys. Hey. hey uh, welcome to. I, saw, the- I, love, I love
2: that you had your already. Like.
0: <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't really lighting for me as much as I needed. <laughs> I know,
2: and he was trying to get it. Like, did you, did you see that
0: he was really trying to, like, light it up? <laughs> Definitely. What's up, yeah. First of all, Candice, welcome to the show. Tell the people who you are and what you do.
2: Hi, I am Candice Pillay, and I am a um, singer, songwriter, producer, music extraordinaire. It, basically, everything to do with music, that's all I do. I don't know nothing else. Like, I'm, I'm a musician, to the core.
0: Yes, okay. 100% Love to cool. So, I'm in the presence of two great songwriters, singers, um, and both of you guys are international. Let's talk about it. Um, Candice, you originate from South Africa.
2: Yes, uh, I was born and raised in South Africa, um, and I've been in LA for quite some time now. But yes, I'm a South African girl. Where, um, where, I, where are you from?
1: I'm from <laughs> Israel.
2: From Israel. Okay, yeah. that's it's that's amazing. I've never been. I want to go. My mom wants to go bad. Like, yeah, Africa, I mean, I uh, bucket go list places.
1: Yes. Everybody yeah, should come in as well at some point. Well, in the house.
2: We
0: got LA in the house. I'm in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> yes, East Coast. And, you know, but there's so many things to get into, but I wanted, while I have both of you guys here, I want mean, to... I- there's probably so many people that are watching this live right now that want to get into songwriting, that want to be able to, you know, Ellen, I we just listen to your song Running. It just has that big vocal performance on it, right? And it has like those, 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 those runs that we don't necessarily hear as much in today's music. Let me ask both of you guys this. What do you think is a key element to have a successful song? Not necessarily a hit song, but a successful song. What are some key elements on a writer's tip? Candice was telling (laughs) me. Why are
2: you doing this? Why are you doing this? Is he saying he's not giving his secret?
1: No, I don't know. I I don't know. I've never cared about what comes after. It's always, it's always. I told you, it's always how I feel. It's always how I feel. I feel like the best way. To to have a chance, not even promising to have a chance to connect with the listener is express your experience, mm-hmm. like like like, and 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 your experience could be one hundred percent on the paper, For every word, every word on the paper, mm-hmm. and you still might not connect with everybody. You might connect with somebody, but that somebody is enough. You know. All right, that was, I, that's I, I, all I it is.
2: I agree. I mean as songwriters, you really have to just um, speak your truth or if you're writing for someone else, try to speak their truth. And um, there are, I would say in the pop world, there are a couple of things that we keep in mind in terms of um, structure, uh, the chords we're using, the arrangement, maybe, you know, um, there, there, there's little pop techniques that we have but all in all, you really have to just make something that you fuck with and then hope that everyone else does. You know what I mean? You have to really believe in uh, what you hear. And we're supposed to have a really good ear as songwriters. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes you got to throw all of that, you know, the stuff that we're taught to look out for as songwriters out the, out the door and just, like, feel, feel it, you know, like you were saying. So, um, yeah.
0: Now, now let me ask you guys both this. I'm a worldly tip, you know. Um, you know, Candice, I know you could probably speak from the states and what's you know buzzing on the radio now and how that sounds. But I'm sure, and Elmar, you're, you're you're international. How about getting a song that translates to everybody? What's the key element in getting something that can be a
1: crossover?
2: I I think I have I have that. I feel down pat because this is something I talk to all of. Um, my fellow songwriters and producers and, and you know artists that come to me for my help, I really believe that it's melody. I feel like melody is king. Because if you think about it, not everyone speaks English. But if you mm-hmm. have like a really great catchy melody that's grooving, that people can dance to, that people can feel, it really doesn't matter what the words are. They're going to sing along to that. They're going to
1: learn English. They're going to learn their English.
2: Yeah, I really feel like <laughs> melody is king for me. If, if you want to make universal music, you really have to work on your melody arrangements. So, you know, it's going to stick in people's heads before they even think about the words. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I test out a lot of my records on people in France. I send, I send my records to people in France and people in South Africa and people all over the world that where English is not their first language, and they'll be singing yeah. it in their own little way, you know what
1: I mean? And it's it's that's what I'm saying. For me, it's melody. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right, Elmar, what you got for that? I mean, I agree. Melody is definitely the 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 access to everybody's ear. You know, it's like you like that's why you have so many artists that they do remakes. You know, they'll take samples from different songs because that melody is just so you know direct. Is so direct to make. Like you, you have music. It just it is 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 it, it give your body that signal to dance, to love, to 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 be happy, oh, to be sad. So you have those things in a melody, you know. And when you when you know when you know how to recognize them, then you just can't be stopped because you know what you're going for. You know, I right, right, I got a sad song. I need these tones right here I need this sound right here when you get that down pack there is nothing else because you know how to trigger the emotion you're looking for absolutely yes definitely
0: okay all right so first of all y'all giving out a whole bunch of gems and they're giving it to y'all for free (laughs) Okay. oh (laughs) Oh, sheesh Shall we (laughs) listen after this they're gonna teach you but they have to charge okay yes (laughs)
2: everything's for sale
0: Okay. <laughs> it's close Unfortunately, there. yeah. Um Elamar before I let you go for both of you guys. Um new generation, all right? Is it less work, less talent, let's go viral? Is that the new winning formula? Is it is it a winning formula for you? No uh... <laughs> <laughs> Elamar, we'll start
1: with you first. No. It's not a winning formula for me. I I like I told you, I don't I I don't move in that way. You know, I don't I don't move in that way. Music to me is first for me. You know? Like I don't care what the wave is saying, I don't care what the trend is saying, I don't care what the people are saying. I need I need to to I have to love my craft, you know? I have to love my craft. So in order for me to love my craft, I have to not care about other things that's going on because my craft is me. My craft is what I'm going through. My craft is my, my experience, my emotion, my feeling. I have to love my craft. So all the things that go on with the fast transit, it's lovely, I'm, I, I, I don't, I, I have no negative thoughts or anything towards other people that's doing it. I'm happy for them, for me personally, I just don't feel that's for me. My music is in another place where I have I have other things to say and I don't want them to go quickly over somebody's head and miss miss and, and miss many people that need to hear what I want them to hear. So I stay where I'm at, take my time, deliver it when I can in the best quality that I can at the perfect time that I can. There you go. Yes! There we go. Beauty okay. said LMR. What you got?
2: I, I feel like, um, yeah, people can go viral. That's an easy thing to do. But what we're doing is we're looking for longevity. We're looking for something that's going to last. You know what I mean? And if you're like, you know, back in the day, they had the one hit wonders like Milli Vanilli. And remember, you know, you know, like the, the the guys that had like one song and you never heard of them again. Yeah. Um, if you want to, to be a true, uh, you know, a staple in in, um, in the world of music. I feel like you, you have to do the work, you have to put in the time, you have to actually know the things that me and Elma have been doing for years. I feel like that's really important. Or oh, get with people that can help you to do that. Because I think yeah. people can be developed. But um, with the one hit wonder, you know, virals, some of, some of the kids are really talented, you know. Like they're making their beats on Fruity Loops, they're recording themselves, they're really doing it, you know. Um, I just like to see if you could do it again and again and again and again, and then and then we could talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, a moment in time is a moment in time, but I feel like for me to really take something seriously, I need to see consistency. Yeah. Yes! In every yeah, in yeah. every way, music, yeah,
1: yeah, that's, everything. That's, that's, you know what I mean? In life. That's how, I, that's how I feel about collaboration with people, doing collaboration with people. Like, I have friends that are enormously talented. Yeah. But they're not serious. They don't, they, they're not, I can't drag you to the studio and then look for you after that to go do shows. Like, Bruh. come on, bro. Like, no, man. And I, I, just, I had a conversation on. with somebody the other day. How about How about the
0: people that are too close to the art that they don't want to do anything to go viral? It's the art is so precious to them that they feel like the marketing machine taints it and now they kind of stunt their own growth. There's also a flip side to that. What do you guys thoughts on that process?
2: Um, I think it's hard because um, I do know a lot of great musicians that, you know, are just they don't they don't necessarily want to get on me, for instance, TikTok and do, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I don't necessarily want to get on TikTok, but I understand that the times have changed and that's something that I'm, you know, that I'm gonna have to get with because it's a way to kind of like allow more people to hear your music. But um, I feel like, yeah, it's difficult, but you know, the the, the times have just changed and people have to kind of get with it if they want people to hear their music. If you're making music for the homies and your family, that's fine but we're, you did. know we want to reach people so we got to yeah. kind of you know move with the times
1: you, you have to you it's, it's a must like yeah. i think i think instagram is is lovely yeah i think instagram is lovely it it, it allows you to grow in the way that you want to grow because you 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 have the ability to actually feed your audience and collect the audience and on, on TikTok and everything, I mean, TikTok is is also, you know, it's a lovely platform. Um, but tick for me, you know, for me, TikTok is like definitely not the place for me and my music, mm. hands down.
2: Yeah. If,
1: you. If, if 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 I'm going to TikTok, it is to take something that I genuinely shared on Instagram to share with TikTok. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Like I'm not about to go into like this creative <laughs> mindset to go post on TikTok because I feel like I feel like for one, the people that I know love me is on Instagram. Okay. So what's what's the need? The only the only the only effort I should have always is motivating the people that love me already to share more. That's it. Okay.
2: Right. Right. If they, they want to go and do videos on TikTok, right? Have at it. Yeah, have at it. Okay. And oh, uh, organically, organically, if it's great music, it's gonna
1: reach. Yes, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's all it
1: is. Yeah. Listen. Yes.
0: A hundred percent facts. Elamar, thanks, man, so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Um, uh, let the people know where they can find you. If you have anything coming out
1: that we need to be on the lookout for. Uh. Y'all can find me wherever y'all want. My name is Elmar. The same as it's here, it's everywhere else. <laughs> my name is Elmar. That's my actual name, not my stage name. My name is Elmar. It means God has spoken. And that is the core for me being positive. My music, you no know, explicit music, positive messages, you know, that is the, the the core reason for being positive and doing everything that I'm doing in my life. Um You can find me anywhere you want on all the platforms, all streaming platforms. Uh, I'm happy and blessed to be here, although it is 3.40 in the morning. Oh, wow. (laughs) It is okay. I stayed up. I was like, you know, I'm not going to miss it. You know, normally when I do stuff like that, I'm like, no, you got to do it on my time, my 8 o'clock, okay? (laughs) But it's okay. I'm happy to be here. Very, very blessed. Uh, And that's it. I do have a song coming out on the 28th, a collaboration with some wonderful DJs, something uh, different. It's called Happiness, and I can't wait to share it. So that's that. Thank you for having me. It's nice to meet both of you.
2: You too. Thank so you. nice to meet you. I'm going to definitely check out your music as well.
1: Likewise. Thank you very much.
0: Of course. Elamar, thanks, man. And when that new track comes out, we'll have you back on here to talk about it again. And, um, bro, you're a part of the show. You're part of the network. And-
1: thank you. Thank you. Thank you
0: coming up next music. All right, man? Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, you officially zapped in, Elamar. Appreciate your vibes. We'll see you next time. See ya. All right, Elamar, everybody. <laughs> hey.
2: What's up, Jess? What's up, <laughs> And this? We've been texting. I've been hearing about you, and we finally get to kick in and talk,
0: and I'm excited about that. Yes, yes. Listen, first of all, you are so dope at what you do.
2: Oh, man. Well, thank you. Thank you kindly, sir.
0: (laughs) I've heard a lot of good things about you, too. And first of all, the good things about you are on the Internet.
2: (laughs) The Internet, yeah, that Internet, you know, you can find whatever you want to find out about someone on there. So, yeah. Uh,
0: Well, no, in terms of what you've been able to accomplish, like you should be very very proud of yourself and I want to get into all of that um you know again we talked about you started from South Africa is where you originated from um I also know you were on the east coast you were
2: in New York for a little I time. was do you know um so when I was in South Africa I remember the only thing we knew about America was the, the lady, that, the Statue of Liberty lady that held the, the torch. And I was like, well, I told my dad, when I was 12 years old, I've always done, I've always sang, I've always done music. I grew up, actually grew up singing in church. And when I was 12, I remember I told my dad like, dad, when I'm 18, I'm gonna go to America and I wanna sing. And the only place I knew was mm-hmm. the place where the lady is holding the torch, you know, Statue of Liberty. So I was like, I'm going to New York, right? Cause that's where you go. I didn't really know much about anything Um, and I ended up um, getting finding a way because we we grew up really middle-class and it was like very difficult. Our South African money is very, um, it's like right now it's like what, $14 to a rand. Mm. And so it is, you know, it was really difficult for me to figure out how I was going to get here. I found a way to get a visa um, and I came to New York and I ended up staying in Jersey for a bit and going kind of in between Jersey and New York. <laughs> what a Jersey. Okay. So, so when I tell people, they're like, wait, so it's a place called Lebanon, New Jersey. And I lived in Lebanon for a little bit in Huntington. And then I, I was in summit for like a little bit, but when I was in summit, I literally was always in New York. Cause it's right, you know, it's right by, it's right by New York. Um, and I used to party in a Newark. There was, there was, there was fire clubs in Newark. Cause I was looking for hip hop. Cause where I was, was like in the boondocks in Jersey. And I was like, there's no people of my color here. Like, what is going on? (laughs) So someone told me about this club called Club Abyss in Newark, and I figured out how to get there, and it was fire. Like, that's when I really started uh, delving into East Coast hip-hop. Because in South Africa, we didn't always get all the hip-hop that was out, you know, because of the apartheid and because of the bands on my country, because of a lot of things. We were getting, like, pop stuff, like... You know, like, West Coast was always, you know, we had, like, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Eminem, Sam J, but I never knew about things like, you know, um, like, I didn't know about the Wu-Tang and Scarface and, um, you know, like, um, I don't know, like, East Coast rap. I really learned about that when I was in the East Coast. and, and And I loved it. Like, I really loved it. So... I feel like my time over there was great it was difficult for me there though because it's kind of like i don't know it's hard to navigate the city when you're a, a foreign young woman trying to do music um but when i when i left there and came to, to cali that's really when I, I i found my feet you know got you okay yeah. first of all so then now
0: you went from south africa to new to, to jersey
2: yeah, New York and then Jersey. Like, I I, I did, like, um, a, like a couple months in New York and then Jersey and then a couple months back in New York before I came to
0: Cali. Before you came to L.A. So then let me ask you this. The move, why you decided to leave the East Coast is a lot of people come from the West Coast to the East or East to the West. What was yeah. your final decision to be like, you know what, I think I want to just do the L.A. thing?
2: Um, You know, it just, it was hard for me in New York to just, like, meet people in music and navigate what I wanted to do. When I when I first came to this country, I, um, not a lot of people, well, people that know me um, for a while know that I, I, I started modeling for a little bit because I needed to pay my bills. I literally was just out here trying to figure out how am I gonna stay in the States, get my visa, get my paperwork. You know, as a young woman without her family, I really was, you know, doing like multiple jobs. Um, and I started doing some modeling and I was trying to break into music any way that I could. And I couldn't meet anyone in New York. When I moved to um, LA, I actually moved to uh, Orange County. As soon as I went to LA, it's just the vibe here is different people. that were super welcoming. Um, and I had a little more uh, opportunities, you know? And it moved super, super fast as soon as I got to LA. Like, I, I, I was just, I couldn't even believe how quick I was getting opportunities here. Uh, whereas it
0: was stagnant in New York, so let me let me ask you this. They say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Did you feel like New York gave you like because it's really gritty, everyone's mean and muggy here? So, do you feel like you were able to navigate New York? Going to LA would have been like a piece of cake. Is that kind of like your your energy with it? You know
2: what? I feel like if you can make it in LA, you can make it anywhere because (laughs) it's like. Music is now, this is the epicenter of music. It's really LA, Atlanta, and Miami for music. Music used to be, it used to have uh, more of a presence in New York, but we hardly ever go to New York now unless it's like fashion week, you know? Um, I was super young when I came and I was also from another country and I didn't understand uh, what it was to live in New York. Neither did I know. Anyone, but this—you is, you know—actually, I'm gonna tell you a story, which is actually really crazy. Um, I had my start in 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 uh, the music industry, which I can tell you about. But I actually left New York to go back to New York when I when I came to uh, to California. I was living in Orange County, and then I had a day job at this like tech firm. I was like doing like you know receptionist work, and I met I met um, two guys that were like uh, it was like on MySpace, and they were like, "Yo, we're looking. You know, we have this." Uh, I was something and they needed a model. And I was like, well, I'm not really a model. I am a, a singer. I'm a, I'm a musician. And so they, they were like, oh, damn, you know, we do music too. Like, why don't you fly out to Philly and we'll meet you here. And like, we'll introduce you to some people. And I didn't know who these people were. Did not tell my mom and dad. I was just like, because they were in South Africa, not knowing what the hell I'm doing out here. Um, they bought me a ticket. I didn't even think twice. Got on the flight. Oh. ended up in Philly, got picked up in a black SUV in in in, in a escalade oh, yeah. by two of the nicest guys. Thank God, like I'm really like blessed because I have no um I've always met great people. And when I met when I met these two guys that were uh doing management in um they were both from Philly um we ended up being uh I they ended up taking me to like a Cassidy music video. It was actually the I'm a hustle video. Great. And I I got to meet a couple, you know, like music people there and then I ended up hooking up with the Roots when I was in Philly. And that was the first, you know, uh, you know, taste of me being in the studio. I used to work with Kamal from the Roots and I got to like kind of like get in the studio with them and meet a couple of uh, people from Rockefeller at the time. I remember I met Freeway at that studio. This this, this is ages ago. Um, and then when I left Philly and came back, then I started my journey, my musical journey in LA, but I did get to, you know, be around a couple people in music in the East Coast. But from, from meeting them, I just realized how, how like close knit the New York community is with music. It's not as open as LA. So it was, um, it it was different. It was different from when I came here, you know? Uh,
0: you know what? And I think a lot of- in music you just gave a lot of insight especially for a lot of people that are trying to break today and it is different in new york at, at one point we did have like the char rules and the 50s saying bad boys was running shit. but it's not like that no more okay no so it is different. No. <laughs> different in new york now um whereas la and atlanta atlanta too has you know picked up the bar in terms of hip-hop yes um, have been like the epicenter of like all BET awards and all the major stuff happens now in atlanta or la so it's interesting to see how that shift has happened but there's a lot of artists that still think that if you come to new york you can still be able to make it so that was really interesting with just that twist and spin to see that as soon as you got to la the doors kind of opened up i mean
2: i'm not saying the doors opened i have a very broad knowledge of um music in every uh state because i've been doing it for so long honestly like you talking about atlanta um so when i when i came back from new york after working a little bit with the roots um just really it was the it was the inf- it was an infant stage of my career so i was really just learning things i haven't even hadn't even started songwriting yet i was still learning what my voice was um i didn't even have a demo i was just singing like i was sing live when i came back um, I would walk uh, the strip on Sunset and just go into clubs and say, hey, do you need someone to sing? Like any open mic at that time? I was like, I could sing on the weekends. Like... And I, I got a job at the Sunset Room, which used to be on Ivar, I wanna say. And uh, people in LA will know it's a really, like one of the older clubs on Sunset. And I, and I was singing in a club one night and I met a guy that introduced me to a producer and, and in LA. And he was like, you're, you're amazing. Like you should work with this producer. And I started doing um, just music for me. Like I started doing, um, going to the radio station here, standing outside Power 106, meeting the the, the DJs and stuff. And it literally took like a couple of months for them to be like, well, who is this girl? She's not from LA. Obviously, they knew all the singers from LA. And and I'm bringing this back around to Atlanta. So basically, my first shot, I would say, was um, one of my, uh, a producer that um, I used to work with, had hit me up and said, "Hey, so Bangladesh is looking for an artist, and Bangladesh at the time was one of the um, the dopest to me producers. He had done uh, Diva for Beyonce, Amelie for Little Wayne. <laughs> um, he had crazy records at the time, crazy 808s. Like I was in love with his music, and so they got me a meeting with him. And I remember I went to go see him, and I took my guitar, and I'm walking up there, and I'm ready to like you know do like a little acapella." And I was like, I'm going to sing for you. And he was like, oh, no, you good. Like, you coming to Atlanta. And I was like, well, I haven't even sung for you yet. You don't even know, like, what I could do. And he was like, Nah, you good. Like, I, I could tell you, like, from, from I guess from what he was seeing, he was like, he was down. And I was just, like, really sad, because I was like, damn, I was just to see, like, his eyes on the sparrow or something, you know, to kill it. But I was like, that's cool. So I ended up going to Atlanta and I signed my first deal. My first deal was a production deal with Bangladesh. And I lived in Atlanta for a while, like I want to say six to seven months. I had an I remember I lived, I had an apartment um, on Peachtree and I really, my first uh, push into the industry was learning about that, that type, of, you know, it was like Lil Wayne, uh, 2 Chains, Usher, everyone was around at that time in Atlanta, and the sound was very Atlanta. And that's the time that I started writing songs. So I have lived in the music world in Atlanta. I've, a little bit in New York, and then I came back and did it in LA. So, and, and, and also Miami is very, very, uh, it's, it's prevalent for a lot, like, you know, Latin And um, a lot of stuff is made in Miami too. Um, But from seeing everything, I feel like I get most of my work done here in LA. But you know, shit, if I need a bag and I need to go go run up some stuff, Atlanta's definitely like the second place for music for me. And I travel all over the world to do music. Unfortunately, I haven't been to New York in a long time because I don't feel like, (laughs) I think people from New York just come to LA. You know what I mean? I really miss New York, um, and 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 the the music from the East Coast is so inspirational to me. Um, but it's just not the same like it was like back in the day, like you said with Jay Rule and all of that. Like it's not. I mean, even ASAP like I'm I was obsessed with the sound that uh, that ASAP and and that whole New York sound. But it's just it's it's not as prevalent as it was, you know.
0: Um, definitely. Um, Puffy just recently did an interview with um, the Breakfast Club, and he was going off on New yeah. York, and was like, "I need to start supporting each other. Stop trying to go to Atlanta and pick their sounds. Figure out our own sound and push the push the artists in the city." So there's a lot of work that has to happen in order for New York to even have a footing again in this in this race. Um, but I do think that you know, we got Fabio,
2: we, we got a few yes, Fabio doing his thing,
0: definitely doing his thing, and you know? we want
2: to see more people. Like, I love FUG, FUG's dope, you yes. know, and I'm sure there's so many more. It's just, um, we need more East Coast, you know, artists. Like, I, I, it's, it's, it's some of my favorite music, so
0: absolutely. So, then now let's get into just pretty much like how you were able to really monopolize on pretty much like. Your artistry, you know, like you, I, I know a lot of people that are born and raised here that's mm-hmm. able to provide what it is to do from another Yeah, company. yeah. So just now Atlanta, New York, and now LA, like your music, you've been able to work with Rihanna, Christina Aguilera, Calvin Harris, the list goes on and on and on. Dr. Dre, he's a legend. Um, How were you able to get from point A to B to C to D? Who was Woo! your first major placement and how did you feel when you
1: got that
2: so it's so funny um that you say it's such it's it's it was such a uh what do you say journey Mm. and i didn't ever know how it would unfold i just kind of like went with it Mm. um and with the songwriting i just fell into songwriting it wasn't something that i knew i could even do i just have always been a singer. Uh, back home, I had a band and I used to, you know, travel with the church and I used to, you know, just do birthday parties and shows out there it, until I came here and I realized, well, if I need songs for me, I got to write the songs because where am I going to get these songs from? Mm. Um, my one of, I, you know, I, and I started writing songs before I went to Atlanta and I was honing in on my writing, not knowing that it was something that was actually super going to be super important in my life. Uh, I went to Atlanta, and we were working on my album. And I was actually with, with uh, Bangladesh in Atlanta, and he would just lock me in the studio and he'd be like, "I was in boot camp." He was like, "Jim, and then get in the studio and just just write." And I and I and I really had to rise to the opportunity and figure out how I had to make this work for me because again, I was a girl alone in in America, trying to bring my family out here from my country, and just really like take care of my family and me and do what I love. So um the first song that I I feel like that I came up with really changed my life was I wrote a song for my album that I was writing in Atlanta uh called Cockiness. And you know at the time Bangladesh was bringing everyone into the studio to meet me and it was amazing, you know, artists and ARs and managers and at the time Boo um Akon's brother Boo uh, who, who you guys may know um he he was managing Rihanna and Chris Brown. And he came to me, you know, me and listened to my music and he heard this record that I wrote. And he was like, this record is crazy. You know, like, we, sh- you know, Rihanna's album is almost done. We need this for her album. And I really did not know what that meant because I didn't even know about songwriters, you know, uh, you know, and what they did and how these songs were created. I just, I, I just was a fan of music and I was making music. And um, so you know, Bang told me like, oh, so they want the song, I think they want the song for the Talk That Talk album. And uh, it was it was uh, Cockiness and Birthday Sex. It, those were the two like hood, they needed a hood record. And of course me and Bang were making hood records. We were making, you know, uh, R&B and, 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 and um, really like kind of pushing the envelope. And so they were like, I think it's a good idea for you to give the song to Rihanna. It's gonna really change your life. I didn't even know what that meant um and usually when you are gonna put a song on an album as big as that it takes a it takes time you write the song you get in you get in in the beginning of making the album or the end of it but it still takes months and months because Rihanna's album was complete it took not even weeks it was like in a week it got on the album and we were doing splits Rihanna uh, cut the record and it it was just such a hold on because
0: you're just like talking like this is so regular like oh Rihanna. hold on one second for you though did you understand the gravity of what that was? Like, you're about to be on a Rihanna
2: album? Don't I that- did not. I did not. I really did not. I didn't understand. Because to me, they were like, you know, if you can write that, you can write, you can write that song, you can write another song and another and another. And I was just like, I don't even know how I wrote this song. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy to me. And again, I, I wasn't, like, clued up on what songwriters were. Mm-hmm. so i just was like i remember they called me and they said Rihanna's keeping you on all the vocals i'm on all the hooks that's my voice on all the hooks because i do how i do it is i write my songs and i do a demo and i do a really strong demo um and she she loved it she just fucked with the vocals and she just did the top line she sang her top line melodies on it she kept me on the song um the splits were great like she was really gracious with the splits because sometimes like artists are not um, she didn't even change much. She just like, she, she thought it was a vibe. And and literally that one thing catapulted my entire career. Because mm. um, I remember I wrote the song, I flew to LA and my phone was just blowing up and I didn't even know how people got my number, but I got multiple sessions with a bunch of people. And I'm just this girl that just wrote the song. So I'm just kind of going to these sessions like, hi. I got, When I say I got called, I got I got calls from Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, um, you know, these girls trying to get that that sexy song, like, oh, we bought that life. Like, <laughs> we bought that life, too. Like, yeah. We're trying to get that. You know what I mean? Like, we're trying to get that, <laughs> we that sexy to get, song. trying to get that. So, exactly. And um and that's but, when I talked to Christina, because Christina Aguilera called me. It was random. I remember I was at the grocery store, and she called me, and she was like, uh, hi, this is Christina Aguilera. And I hung up on her. So and I was like, I don't like people playing on my phone. That's definitely not Christina Aguilera. They sound like her? I mean I don't know what she sound like you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like who is this calling my mom you know Boys. and um I remember I, I was like somebody's playing with me and I hung up <laughs> and so the producer at the time he called me uh it was Alex the kid and and he was like that was Christina she wanted to call you from her number because he called her three-way and then uh you know I apologize and she's like hella diva vibe so She'd be getting mad. Like, it, it, you know, the lighting has to be right. The conversation has to be right. She's very, she's she's different. Okay. You know what I mean? To work with. So I ended up, um, they, they they were like, you know, you, we we want to set up a session for you guys. And, and it's, you have to wait because it's going to take a long time to get with Christina. She's very picky on things. But, you know, and they kept giving me these disclaimers. Like, when you meet her, you know that shit where it's like, don't look her right in the eye and blah, 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 and this and this and that. And I was like, bro, I'm going to be me. Okay? I'm going to be me. And if she fucks with me, it's cool. If not, it's not for me. It's fine. And um, I remember that's when I had first signed my deal. I signed to Interscope Records and uh, to Universal. And then I met Christina and, and, and she loved me. You know, we, I ended up spending like six months with her being in her house every day. And we wrote that album. And I wrote eight songs on um, her, her album. It was Lotus. I had to figure it out. I had to figure out what it was to make great songs and quick. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I did eight songs on Christina's next album, and then I wrote another song with um, a very talented guy from Ex Ambassadors for Rihanna, which was called uh, American Oxygen. So I had two Rihanna joints and a whole Christina Aguilera album.
0: And this is this- all in the. And this is all in the same time period
2: within a year yeah within um you know after i got the rihanna record like three or four months later i did christina's album and then in between that i did another song for rihanna so and it was bittersweet for me because everyone was on me and they were like wow you're amazing this is beautiful but i never wanted to be a songwriter like i i i just wanted to write songs for myself and sing But every song that I was singing, the label was like, oh, this would be great for Rita Ora, this would be great for Beyonce, this would be great. And I'm like, well, these are my songs. But I was like, well, shit, I need the money. People don't understand when you first signing, you're not like balling, like we're waiting for our royalties and stuff. So I remember after doing all that pop, I um, had to find a way to do what I want to do. And that was just sing and be an artist. And I, I was, you know, I went in with, uh, not with a baseball bat, but you know when Cube goes in with a baseball bat and he's like, I want my shit. Um, I remember talking to, um, I, I should have taken a baseball bat and then fucked up that Interscope office, but I did not I went in there and I was like, yo, what's up with my album? Like when we're putting on my album and they were like, well, there's, you know, there's more to do and excuses. And I was like, fuck y'all. I know I can't get out of my deal. Uh, I'm going to go see what I can do on my own. And I, I just went out and um, I started working on hip hop, and hip hop was my savior because I always knew how to make hip hop music because I've I've been around it all my life and and i and I lived in hip hop, um, and that's when I met Dr. Dre, and my life kind of like you know changed, okay, in 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 many ways it changed in many ways after that.
0: First of all, like that was just a beautiful transition, and and just to see even that journey, come on, reread. Christina, back to Riri, and now we getting over here to meet Dr. Dre. Like, if your career don't sound like something that needs to be on a movie, better figure that out. Uh, you know I
2: know I know. People keep asking me. We got to get somebody to put
0: that shit together. <laughs> okay. I, to, because I feel like there's a lot of stories, you know, and I think of songwriters or just singers that became songwriters or by accident, or whatever the case may be. I feel like there's not enough of those stories told on the big screen, by the way. But um, but just going back to your story, because I don't want to get lost in it, and I want people to really understand the message here in this. Um, meeting Dr. Dre from Christina. um, Because you mentioned just, like, how influential hip-hop is for you, and it was, like, your saving grace. Um, Dr. Dre is, like, a freaking legend. He's, like, an urban myth, even though he's alive. But, you know, like... Oh, he's like a myth literally how were you able to connect with one of the biggest producers
2: on the west coast um it, it just it i feel like i couldn't have even written my own story literally i feel like this was my destiny and it was meant to be because i am a really hard worker but i feel like it just it happened like that you know it, it's um i started working with a lot of hip-hop artists in the West Coast and I was working with, um, you know, I came across Kendrick Lamar in the beginning of his career and TDE, Um, I started working with, um, I'm trying to think of of the time uh, that this all happened because I feel like I worked on Dre, I can't remember if I worked on Dre first and then Schoolboy Q, but I connected with Schoolboy Q and me and Q is like one of my favorite, he's like the, the homie, like he's amazing, he's so talented and he's so open as a, as a musician. Uh, so I was working with Q and I was working, um, uh, you know, I was around, uh, you know, the, a lot of the T V E guys, uh, J rock and, and Kendrick and Q. And, um, I ended up in Dre's studio and I met one of Dre's artists called Mez and Mez invited me. Dre wasn't at the studio at the time when I went, but then Dre, uh, Mez invited me and was like, Hey, let's make some music. So I went to the studio one night, and I kid you not, I can't even make this up. Like, I get to the studio, and Mez, I think he wasn't there yet. And one thing about Dre, I didn't think Dre was going to be there. I didn't even manifest that. Okay. But Dre is always early. So if Dre says he's going to be somewhere at 8, he's there, sometimes at 7. He's, he's like an hour early. He's always early. So... I didn't think you know Dre was even in town. I was going to work with Mez on some music, and I went to Record One, and I remember it was like double doors, and he opened the double doors, and I was like standing there, and I'm I'm really cool, like I'm not shy, like I'm easy to to talk to and stuff. But that was the first time that I was just really lost for words because he's such a big persona. He's got such an amazing aura, and he was just like so cool. He was like, "Hi, I'm Dr. Dre. Like, who are you? Like, what?" sky he said like what sky did you fall from where did you come from how why don't I know you like I need to know you and I was just like so dumbstruck and I was so like nervous at that time because like I literally had the chronic poster on my wall in South Africa like Dre was everything to, like in South Africa like Dre is one of the the fathers of, of hip-hop and um, I remember that he told me uh, he's like listen I'm in the studio I'm gonna um, and and one of my favorite A um, and R's at the time Ty was like, hey, you should meet Candace. She's great. She's got a mixtape. I had a mixtape out that I put out because Interscope wasn't putting out my music. They wasn't putting out my record. I did a mixtape, and so the A was like, she's got a dope, you know, mixtape out, um, and you should lis- You should meet her. So he told me he was like, listen, I'm gonna go into the studio. I- I'm gonna be in there for 15 minutes, but I'm gonna come back. Do you mind waiting? Because I want to hear your music. And and I remember saying. Dre, I'll wait here till the sun come up. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm away I'm here for you. Yeah, like, you know, like, if you're going to listen to my shit, like, I'm here. So he smiled. He, I remember he, he was super gracious. He went into the studio, and then he did come back right on time. Me and him sat. He, he, he went to, you know, the big speakers, put his hands on the console like he does, put his head down, and he was like, play me your best shit. Played it stupid dumb loud, as he always does. And after he heard the first song, asked me to play another one. And it was like 3 a.m. at this time. And he was like, uh, you feel like making a song? You feel like making some music? You want to you fuck with me? And I was like, hell yeah. Okay. Like, I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I was sitting at the mic with him. And he's like, I, I'm, th- I'm, I'm doing this project. Um, it's for a movie. And we're doing this, the music. And I want to play you some stuff. And he was talking about Straight out of Compton at the time. And the rest is history. Like, he played that for me. I got on a song and he told, uh, I remember he told his A&R, like, I want her to come back every day. I love her energy. I just want her near me. I want her around me. And we ended up getting together and working for a whole year together. And, and, you know, we made the the Compton album. Um, And that, for me, was one of the best times of my life because I got to really be mentored by him, sit with him every day, travel with him. Um, You know, we did uh, one of, my favorite records that I've done is I I, I did the hook with um, him and Eminem on the song called Medicine Man, which is one of my favorite songs on that album. I got to write with Snoop and Corrupt and West Coast, East Coast Legends. I got to work with LL Cool J. We traveled together. It just was a whirlwind. And um, he really gave me such great knowledge and just from watching him and his work, work ethic. And, and I just learned so much. You know, Um, and by then, I, you know, uh, I just branched out into like further, uh, I just became the girl that is always on every hip hop album, Um, because it's just something that comes naturally because it's different than with the pop songs where they're taking your songs from you. Hip hop, you write a fly hook and you sound amazing. You're on the song, you're on the record. You know what I mean? Um, And I feel like they fucked with me, too. They gave me opportunities to be myself, you know.
0: So now but you were still signing in scope while this was all happening so now i
2: was still signing in the scope so yeah. they
0: like, oh, she's making power moves she's connected with dre on her own let's just let let's let's release her music you've obviously been writing for a lot of- what else did they yeah. need i i
2: i just i had to fight for that because i was signed to a really bad deal um I, my my deal was a 360 deal i was signed to universal as a writer I was signed to a guy named Alex the Kid, who was at the time one of, you know, a really big producer. He had Imagine Dragons and a couple of like hits at the time. And he just wouldn't fuck with me. Like he wouldn't release my budget. It was so difficult. Like I remember going to him and saying, listen, I'm telling you in advance that I'm on like the biggest record with, you know, Eminem and Dre, like, I need you to get, like push my music out. Like I have my, I have my album ready. We barely pushed out an EP right at the end because the people from Interscope, because Dre was at Interscope, they came and listened to the album. And they're like, who's this girl singing all over the album? And they're like, well, she's signed to Interscope. Mm. And, 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 you know, at the time, Alex didn't want to release my music. So I, ha- I had to force that. I had to force his hand and ask Dre's help a little bit for that as well. But I really always felt like a stepchild when it came to being at Interscope. I hated my time there. I fought to get out of that deal. Finally, i am independent. Finally, off the. Sl- I'm no more a slave to the the Interscope part of my life. Was just I, I hated it. I just hated what being there.
0: You to produce, what did they want you to do that you weren't necessarily, I guess, doing.
2: I just had a I was signed to a really bad situation like the guy that was in charge of my deal was like not doing what he was supposed to. So my money was mismanaged, my my advance was mismanaged. Um it was a, it was the deal from hell. It took me a long time to get out of that deal. Um and I just had to go fend for myself. Uh Universal my publishing company wasn't getting me any work. People just would call me to the studio and be like, "Yo, get Candace. She got the shit, you know?" And um you know, after I um I do love working in hip-hop, but I will say it's not the most lucrative thing because people don't pay in hip-hop as much as they should. The splits are not always done right. It's just not, um, it's not pop money. Pop money is different. Okay. Um, and I had to pay my bills. Bag. <laughs> it's, yes. It's a, di- it's a different type of bag. Um, it's a heavier bag if you do it the right way. You know what I mean? So um, I I was like finding it hard to survive just off. Like my resume was crazy. Like I worked with every legendary hip hop person you could think of, but I was still, I still needed to pay my bills, you know? Um, So I actually pulled myself away from hip hop. And then I decided that I wanted to develop a boy band, which really became my bread and butter. And it really showed me that, hey, I can develop something on my own and it could, it could pop my my boy band signed an amazing deal to Atlantic i developed them for 3 years and they were like pretty big deal they're called why don't we um and i did all of their music uh for for the first 3 years i wrote like albums and albums and albums for them and it really pushed me into a different aspect of music now all the time i'm still you know holding off and, and i want to do my artistry but i ha- you have to have to survive you have to pay your bills how you pay your bills so um yeah. I started developing indie acts and um, that was how I was really getting bred and and much more lucrative than even working with labels. Just people would just bring their their kids to me, they'd bring their artists to me and I just develop, whether it's rap or R&B or pop, like I make all types of music. So um, I had to find a way to survive making music, which...
0: Not not like candies. I think that right there's the key. you know. For a lot of people that's coming up too, that's the key right there. Once you become knowledgeable and you know how to share the knowledge, you will always be valuable because people will always come generation after generation to learn what it is that you've already done. Yes. So yeah. I have a school out here in New York City called Lotus Creations Academy.
2: Really? That's amazing.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and I am I'm, I'm a choreographer and a dancer retired now, but I direct music videos, but I do teach a lot of curriculums and I highly like choreographers the top in the game to teach the next generation how to be able to penetrate and get into music videos or be able to model or host or do all these different entertainment things that we don't, brown people don't necessarily have all the time right. to get into. So just the fact that you, like, Bangladesh just trusted you to just be like, yo, yeah, we about to just get you on this Rihanna album. Like, talk to us about, like, because even just to be able to build money for artists, your work ethic and just being able to cultivate relationships and keeping those relationships. Let's remove the art and get everything else that matters real quick. Um, how are you able to just continuously climb with, without the talent?
2: Yeah um you know what i just i feel like you have to have a sense of belief in yourself for for sure that it starts with that like when i sat at the mic with dre i had to like freestyle i freestyle so it's like you really just have to believe in what you have and like get up every day and push what you have you know what i mean and in terms of like building these relationships, i've i've never like sought out people and gone to look for people, it, it all kind of came to me from me just making the music, again, like Alamar was saying, that I fucked with, that was, I was grooving to, I would just keep working and, and not even pay attention to what, who's looking and who's listening, I would just make music. Um, and a lot of the time, the music that I was making for myself was getting placed on these albums because um, I wasn't trying, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, my, my story is a little different. I know there's, there's writers that, uh, you know, plan, you know, uh, strategically hit people and they strategically want, um, you know, to, to push their brand. And I understand that. But for me, I just really make music and it falls and settles where it settles, you know? Um, so I don't know. And, and, and I keep my relationships strong. Um, I, I, I tend to do, I, I do good business. You know what I mean? I do good business. And, and uh, I feel like burning bridges is not it. Mm. No. Can I, can I take one second? My yeah. girl is literally at the door and I have to let her in. One what? second. <laughs> I don't want to leave her. And she's so good she did not even bring
0: the door back. <laughs> no worries.
2: No worries. Listen. <laughs> I know you were calling me. So I, guys, I put my phone on do not disturb so I can not be disturbed. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like yeah, it, it is important to uh to 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 not burn your bridges and just um do good business. You know, I, I know a lot of artists that don't, and people don't want to fuck with them. They don't want to work with them. You know, just be humble, be easy to work with. Mm-hmm. Um. And just make music is supposed to be from my heart and soul and i really i make it the way i feel it i feel it i breathe music every day so you know okay
0: and now getting to the Candice bag now like what what music could we expect coming out from you today oh my out?
2: god that's my favorite question i'm so glad you asked i'm in like a great 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 space right now musically Um, Emotionally, where my head is at. Um, I just had an amazing summer and I have been working on an album and it came together so quickly. It just, it was flowing for me and it's, I'm wrapping it up now. It started off as an EP and then I decided to do an album because there's so many fire songs Um, and I'm doing some visuals now. So yeah, I I can't even explain I don't even want to tell you guys, but it's kind of like a mixture of all the things that I love. I am South African. Um, so there's some Afro beats in there. There's some, um, a little bit of house that definitely R&B and crazy 808, some hip hop influences. It's just all of me. I'm very much a cadence girl. People come to me for groove and cadence and that's, that's what it is. It's gonna, it's gonna move. It's gonna make y'all move. It's definitely for dancers. So I can't wait for you to hear it because Uh, like, this is where TikTok is, it's really going to come in because I feel like. There's gonna be so many dances to, to this music that I've I've been making. I'm so excited, I can't wait.
0: Listen, and I hope you're about to be getting up and dancing too, I hope you- Yo, have- I mean,
2: maybe if you, if you, my cardio, you know, I, I can do a little one-two step, but no, but this music is gonna call for you need to get into some like movement, movement, yeah,
0: so. <laughs> you know, I will say this with music today, I'm here for all the artists. Kind of like having a dance now. It's actually as a dancer, it's nice to see, right? You know? so, but I do know what lmr is saying that you know, like sometimes the music can become like, oh, we're gonna purposely make a TikTok song, right? Right. But right. I like the element of like, yo, let these artists be more creative and let's see what they kind of come up with in terms of the the visuals of it all.
2: You know, right? Right. So, yeah, I'm I'm doing a lot of like visuals right now, and it's like it just I'm in such in a in a percussive state right now that like I can only see like movement and dance so I can't wait for you to hear it I want I want you I want you to um I love when dancers listen to my music because my music is all drums and all 808 and it's just made for dancers so um yeah no no it's um I didn't try to make it for Tiktok, but that shit is for Tiktok. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for Tiktok, it's for IG, it's, it's for everything. It's, it's, for, it's for vibes, it's hella vibey. So I'm excited.
0: All right, is there any features anybody we may know?
2: Um, you know what? I, I was contemplating doing feature heavy stuff, but then I thought this is like one of my first albums. Well, it's actually my first album mm-hmm. uh, independently. I have very light features on this one. I feel like I feature on everyone else's albums, but with this one, I really wanted it to be me. I I wrote everything myself, no co-writers. My uh, producer and I produced everything together. Like, I co-produced everything. It's really my baby. Like, it's something I put together myself from scratch. And I don't know if I... Maybe they can jump on the remixes. I kind of want to do this on my own. Okay. and then you know we'll see, we'll see um i have i I have a feature at the moment on, but other than that, it just happened organically. I don't really like to send my music out and say, "Hey, if you fuck with it, if you're in the studio with me and we vibe and we make something organically, then that's what the song is. I really think each song is a piece of art, and it needs to be what it is and not push it to something else, you know, so uh yeah. people fuck with it, you know so First of all, your songwriting skills is
0: impeccable. Your vocals are impeccable. People going to fuck with it, okay? Of no matter-
2: so. thank you.
0: The, the, you is, are you ready? Okay, that's the question. Are you
2: ready? <laughs> I've been waiting for this forever, so yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm actually um, mixing the album, and I'm starting on the next album because I have so much stuff that I want to say right now and so much music I want to make. So it's... And, you know, I am a... Um, I've A and a lot of projects. I come in, I'm called in to make singles. I'ma tell y'all now every song is a single on my album. There's no skips. None. Yeah. I stand on my shit. There's yeah. no skips. My shit is fire.
0: <laughs> Listen, and I believe your pen game has never failed before, so I definitely know for yours you probably even come in a little harder. Yeah. Okay? Yes. Um-
2: hell yeah, hell yeah. I- you, you know what I had to do, Jazz? I had to, like, actually take away from myself because I'm a super perfectionist when it comes to my shit. And then it'd be a little too much. I had to just be like, what would you write for someone else? Mm. And be like, this is cool. Because for me, I overthink. This time around, I was like, I fuck with it. I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to overthink, go rewrite, go try to kill. Because as, as, you know, as songwriters, we try to kill everyone's lyrics, kill everyone's <laughs> melodies. And sometimes you just need to let it breathe. And as I've 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 been working in this industry for so long, I've learned that now just just let it just let it be, you know, just let it be a dope song, you know. So,
0: and listening, I think that's that's the message that we can all, even as a choreographer, you're trying to outdo it. Just right. let, it to feel good, look good, and just exactly. feel like all that stuff matters without doing much. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask you this, Candice, what do you want though? Like when you release, when you drop, are you, is Candice trying to be like? The next Beyonce, I'm trying to take over this whole shit. Or are you just comfortably just trying to put your music out and maybe tour here and there? What's
2: your placement in music? What do you think? I should think about that more often. I just love making music and sharing my music. Um, I, my career took a turn from what I first wanted. I, I did want to do more of the artistry, but then I got caught up in developing other people and writing and helping people with their albums. So my, my life has taken a turn into um, more of a teacher and more of um, something that is it's cool because longevity wise, I'm always gonna be able to write. I'm always gonna be able to develop acts and that's great. I wanna keep that intact because I've realized it's something I do love. I love developing. Uh, But for me as an artist, at this point in my career, I just want to make great music. And um, I wouldn't be opposed to touring. I want people, I want my music to to impact people in in a good way. And and I get messages all the time on old shit because I haven't even released in a while. Um, And how it changes their life and how it helps them. And and that's all I want to do. I just want to make great music. And wherever it goes, it goes. Wherever I tour, I will tour. I travel the world anyway, and, and, and I'm living my dream. Um, I just want to get this part out. I want to have the opportunity to do it my way. No one's a and in my shit, no labels holding back my shit, no, I'm not, it's not a, I think my, my last album, I hated the mixes, I don't have to deal with a label no more, I'm doing it my way. And that's important for me. It's important that I put that out and see what that means for me.
0: Absolutely. Yes, and, and you know what? Well, now you get to do your own shit on your own terms. And yes,
2: own and, and own and own all my masters. Like oh. I can, I can just see. I, I need the cha ching because <laughs> I can. Just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, because when we, cause you know what I'm saying when we make our own music and we own our own music, mm. it's it's like it's different. I don't mm. care if like you're getting ten million people buying it as opposed to 10 people that you getting that money right to you and nobody's fucking with your shit and no one's telling you shit, yeah, I'm about that life. Like, I've, I've spent too much time being shackled to just, you know, labels and, and, and all of that shit. I, I, I'm i doing me now, so. Yeah. And, with, and with my label also, like, whoever I'm signing and whoever I'm developing, they're getting good deals because I know what it is to be an artist that um was trapped for a long time absolutely
0: okay so now is there anybody that you feel like you haven't gotten a chance to work with that you like
2: damn yes
0: you- okay <laughs> <laughs> I want
2: to work with Drake that's the only person that I haven't worked with yet I actually got to be um in the studio with Kanye recently which was amazing fellow Gemini loved that whole thing because I was working with the game um heavy uh, loved love the game and and you know we we got to um he blessed us with this album of 30 amazing songs, and I got to see a lot of that through. Uh, but the only person I feel like I haven't really been in the studio with, which it's coming, it's, it's, it, it's supposed to have been happening uh, many times, but I want it to be the right opportunity. Um, I want to know with Drake. I feel like Drake is so consistently fire. Yes. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to manifest that because um, I know that's coming.
0: Okay. So. Have you worked with Nicki Minaj?
2: No, actually, I was supposed to get on a song with Nicki. It, it, long story, it, it was it didn't happen. But hell yeah, fucking love Nikki. I would love. I mean, I'm I'm down to work with anyone that is you know wants to make dope music. And Nikki is a legend.
0: Love Nikki. Definitely. Uh, you know what? You, you remind me of as well. I'm like, I'm sure Nikki may get this. Mia. Oh, I
2: love Mia. You know what? I haven't met her. I don't even know like if she's doing music right now. But she is very. Um, Man, she's super, super, super dope. So, MIA would be great. See, you, you're adding to my list right now. So. Oh.
0: <laughs> and it's, you know, you, you zapped in now. So, anytime you got this project ready to go, I know you can't talk too much about it now because it's still under works. You're going to be back on. We're going to talk about it. You're going to run it up for you. Dance is going to run it up for you. on the- yes, Yeah. I
2: appreciate it. I just love, you know, I fuck with everyone that fucks with me. That's my new thing. It's like, yeah. you don't even have to chase stuff. The universe will bring you great people and bring you great, you know, opportunities and anything that you ever, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you this music because I want to know what, what you think about, you know, those, those dance moves we need for this stuff. So you're going to have that. I'm going to send you the advance before sports yeah. out. The advance before the advance. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate it. I just, I always want to connect with uh, people that um, are here to uplift the culture, you know, that's what we here to do.
0: So we definitely here to do uh Candice. So in closing, what advice would you give to anybody that's just trying to get in the game? Like and that's what Zap Exclusive is about, pretty much like looking at the journey that you've had and they're inspiring when they go back and listen to this. What's anything, if they take anything today, what would be something that you would give to them?
2: Um, I think what I said in the beginning about believing in your craft, whatever that may be. You could be a songwriter, a, a, you know, a musician, uh, uh, an artist, a dancer, whatever it is, you just really have to believe and be passionate about what it is that you have inside you and get up every day and work for you and, and work for yourself. I feel like a lot of times I felt like I was clocking in, even though I was, I was, I was writing for other people, I was never doing it for me you know and i felt the more that i put into myself and into my craft and i develop my craft and i practice and i meditate on what i want the more the universe just brings it to you it's it's almost like you don't have to do anything but you have to do something do the best you can do with what you have every day get up and fight for you and what you want no matter what it is i don't care if you you know, going to culinary school and you're cooking every day. It doesn't matter. Like you have to invest in yourself. I feel mm-hmm. like we always kind of say, oh, you know, we have a boss. I- I'm very entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I'm not working for nobody. I'm working for me. No. Nope. You know? And and I feel like generationally, especially even where I come from, people are okay with, you know, it's fine you've got a nine to five and you know, you, you, you're building someone else's company. Fuck that, build your own company, build your own shit make your own yeah. you got that. you know what i'm saying you got your your school like that's hard work that you're putting into yourself and th- that's a form of self-love so i feel like when you get up every day and you go for yours whatever that is that's that's the that's the way to do it you're gonna get somewhere you know
0: do it listen Candace.
2: <laughs> you sitting on here dropping all these
0: gems for free we are gonna have to really charge
2: <laughs> you know what we're gonna have to charge Everything is 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 costing from tomorrow.
0: (laughs) I I know New York might be a little dry right now. Okay, no,
2: I'm trying to come visit y'all. I I, I can't wait to go to New York. I miss New York. I miss the energy. The the city is different. It's different.
0: And you know what? New York is still beautifully one of the beautiful most in the world. So even just with think about visuals or whatever. Oh
2: yes. And if you ever in LA, we got to get together.
0: Absolutely, let's definitely do it. I'm,
2: definitely- I'm. thinking we should get together at the Millennium Dance Studio so I can just play the whole album and see 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 what what you got, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do that as long as you did. me only- Yes, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. But yeah, no, definitely. Um, I um, I can't wait to uh to come back to the East Coast and like maybe do some shows and stuff out there. I used to get great, great. Like, uh, you know, when you look at your analytics um new york is is some of my biggest supporters because yeah, yeah. they're the realist you know new yeah. york is real
0: <laughs> york, and we support music you know yes. we, like they, whenever whenever we latch on we, we, we do latch on to that artist you know what i'm saying so right. It's artists right now representing you. but right. hopefully that'll change in the future but Candy, thank you so much for coming thank
2: here. you thanks for doing this I, I i love talking to you and if you ever you know um I'm always, I'm always going to come on here, and I'm just going to, you know, we, we just wish we to have chats, you know? I, I'm, I'm with it, okay? Like, you're so dope. You can talk about hot topics. It's like you're just good for everything,
1: okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't even do no
2: hot topics. I, I like that. We, we, we kept it really, you know, uh, about the odd. Next time, we'll talk about inter- other interesting things.
0: Definitely <laughs> <laughs> do that. Thank um, you yeah. so much. Let the people know where they can find you, and if there's anything else that you want to send up.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm uh, hardly ever on social media. I'm trying to get back. I'd be in the studio, but hey, uh, my name is Candace Pillay. And you can find me everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything is at Candace Pele And I'm on iTunes. I'm on um, Spotify, Tidal, everywhere. And my music is, um, I have an EP that that I released recently. Um, I think it was like the middle of last year. It's called The Rise. This is a part of a trilogy, so The Rise is out. I have The Wild that's on the way, and, um, and then the third one comes later, next year. Um, and y'all can, y'all can find me on all streaming platforms, Candice Ballet.
0: Okay, and there you have it. Yeah. Candice, we're definitely going to be talking soon, and I appreciate you again for coming on the platform.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and um, this is an amazing platform, and whenever you need me, I'm here.
0: Absolutely. Candice, we're going to definitely talk soon.
2: Okay, thanks, guys. All right, later. Everybody,
0: Candace, please. <laughs> all right, y'all. So that was Candace. Listen, I appreciate y'all rocking out with me tonight for Zap Exclusives. Okay, listen, there was a lot of gems being dropped. If you have not hit the follow button, please hit that. It's free, okay? All right, and then, yes. okay, and then on top of that, make sure you guys follow Candace and follow Elmar. Yes. This episode will be out on Spotify, Anchor, Amazon, and all major streaming platforms probably in the next couple of days. So definitely tune in with me.
1: And y'all gonna see what's going on for next week. But I'm out of here deuces. I'm tired of hell.